You're the one that got punched. Yeah. Okay, first things first, what is your name? Uh... My name... It's... McLovin. McLovin? McLovin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your first name? What? Your first name. My first name? Technically, I don't have a first name, so... Don't worry about my first name. But we're the police. I just want to get the story straight. So it's... just McLovin? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's badass. It is badass. Really it's cool. Badass. Yeah. Name. A lot of people have weird names nowadays. Chingy, Shakira, Rafe, Pax. We arrested a man lady who is legally named Fuck. I think he was Vietnamese. It was with a PH, yeah. but it's still pretty shocking to see on a license. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how old are you, McLovin? Old enough. Hi guys, and welcome to another glorious episode of the Redhead Boy podcast. Hosted by me, Harry. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope everyone's keeping well. We're getting close to the normality returning on the 17th next week. The main thing that I'm excited about is, of course, cinemas reopening. Yes! Yes! Super excited about that. Can't wait. Can't wait for it. It's been so long. I've missed sitting watching a film on the big screen in a dark room. <laughs> so today I have a glorious guest. He is a awesome person, super cool dude, and his name is Johnny Conlon. He is a super talented song songwriter and music creator and future music producer to the stars. So without further ado, let's dive in to my conversation with Johnny. Nah, cheers for coming on. Cheers for coming on. I I'm not surprised. That's like, shit, I'm doing it as that high caliber. I'll take that. No, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. I also do it as sort of like a promotion for like the guests. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. so, so, uh, yeah, I get like the nice people on and go, oh, you're doing cool stuff. Let me help you like promote your shit and you promote my shit. And then, then that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me like how you been? How you been? You're like yes, finishing so, uni and stuff. Um, I, Probably when I saw you, I was maybe one year deep into uni. So I'd done my last one two One year years. deep. Love it. One year <laughs> deep. <laughs> <laughs> I just talking innuendos, man. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I did my last two years. The second year was very heavy on music theory. Cool. Being someone who's pretty much self-taught, I didn't know much about music theory, so I struggled in those sort of modules. But then, as we got into third year, it went more production-based, which is where I sort of um, find my sort of home. Platform. And it was a lot about the whole dissertation as well. So I'm sure when you had yeah. what did you do your dissertation on? Just like, uh, yeah. I did, I did, cause because I have mild cerebral palsy. Yes. I did, I did, uh, like how disabled people are reflected through cinema or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I wanted to do something that was a bit connected to me and stuff. Yeah, uh, I watched some proper like fucked up like films. 
uh like about showing people showing like people like disabled people as like freaks and stuff it was kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but yeah. uh yeah i i was kind of really lucky that i had a really nice tutor to do my dissertation with okay because me being a with my dyslexic brain i'm like oh fuck this. i didn't know that you're dyslexic yeah I'm like, literally, if I try and do an essay, I'm like, oh, I can't be fucked. Well, like, that's like 10,000 words as well. You just can't do yeah. that one night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And for yeah. people that go, oh, it's okay. I did that in like two days. I'm like, fuck oh. off. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you do? Like, how did you find that? How, how well, did you actually, find that? I was dreading it the most. But I, the modules I've done recently, it was actually my favorite one to do. Cool. Because for the other ones we had to do, like, I had to make four weeks worth of content for social media. So Sick. like my Mac, and that was just so heavy on the Mac. I've got quite a, a lot. I love my Mac, but it's one of the cheaper ones. So I was struggling yeah. with the iMovie processing and then Logic Pro to I did my music. So the processor was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like sort of wearing it down. Um, <laughs> I read a bunch about branding, which I didn't know much. Always interested, but I never knew much about. Um, and that's why everyone's saying now, you've got to be a brand, you've got to be a personal brand. Yeah, um, yeah. So, <laughs> it, it was I read a book called Zag by like this, I think he's French, had a really cool last name, if that helps. But I referenced it. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really interesting. I sort of got this moodyish brand, I haven't put much out there yet. It's all archived, archived or archived, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my, le my lectures can see it and I get my grade. And when I get the thumbs up, what they like about it, I can start posting stuff cool nice um as we're in that we're in the era in hip-hop of like the producer it's all very very producer heavy right now uh -huh. um but to bring you back to my dissertation i actually did it on or has how do i say his real name audrey aubrey drake graham better known as drake and i was looking ah, at how, cool. how masculinity is represented how he goes against norms in hip in hip-hop so like misogyny yeah um and how does he complement that as well because also quite there's misogynistic bits in so yeah it's really interesting looking how um like male sensitivity and vulnerability is represented. So I got really deep in that. So that, the, sounds, the, that sounds really yeah. good, man. That's sounds... actually quite interesting because I stuff I don't realize as a male listening to hip hop, I don't hear the amount of times like bitch is used, words like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um and even just certain phrasing and the whole narrative that's been built around people of color as well in hip hop. Mm. Mm. Um, and the way media sort of represents that is something, again, I've not really taken much notice of being a white guy. So it's really opened my eyes up to how different people um, of colour are represented in media. And it's really sort of given me a broad understanding of what hip hop is back then and what it is now. Cool. Um, but yeah, it was probably the best module I got in the end. Like, oh, sick. the other well stuff was just great. I don't know if you like in film school when you had to make films. I like yeah, doing yeah. the greatest stuff, but when yeah. it's just such a strict deadline and to such time limits and you've got yeah, to get yeah. certain things in there, it's like, yeah. it sort of takes the love away, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah. I get, I get what you mean. Uh, but, but I do, th I, I do think when you eventually like get away from that, when you eventually yeah. get away from like someone else giving you deadlines. Yes. I think when, when someone or like any creative person listening or anyone that I've said, deadlines yeah. are really valuable <laughs> uh like if we don't as creative people we get very distracted easily well i do yes, yes so definitely. or i'll i'll be like oh, okay i shot this but i'm writing something else and i want to do that now so yeah, yeah. it's like you get brain, brain. yeah yeah. Really? yeah sometimes yeah. i feel like my brain has a bit of like adhd where i go like -da 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 -da, like yeah. <laughs> and like i'm starting my production company and stuff 
Bitch. And I'm trying to like, yeah, my brain just goes all over the place. So, yeah. so I think it's valuable to get deadlines and be like, okay, this will be finished by this date and it will be finished by this date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, you know, like through our, through the majority of our young life, we're at school and we, we've got this structure and we've yeah. got, we always have someone nagging at us going, we need to get this done. Yes. And then when people leave uni, they don't realise how shocking it is that you actually need to do that for yourself when you leave. Yeah. It's only, uh, you can hold yourself accountable pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say on that? Um, with the whole creative thing as well, I think the beginning of a project is always a lot more fun than yeah. when you're midway through and you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, the start is always the most exciting. Yeah. And I think that's, you'll ask any creative and they will say that because the idea hasn't been developed yet. And sometimes you can't always get what you see in your head. For me, I can't always make a sound I hear. I can probably get it to about 70%. Yeah. And again, deadlines. If I didn't have a deadline, all I would do is try and make that one sound for like two hours. When if I have, if I have a deadline, it's like, okay, I've just got to make the whole track. Don't just focus on one element. It's probably with filming as well. You're probably like, I want to get the exact same shot and I want it to look like how I see it in my head. But yeah. maybe you, just get, you can't get the exact colour grade or, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. If you have a deadline, you're going to have to be less of a perfectionist. But as creatives, we are very perfectionists. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like... like I like 100% agree. Like for me, it's the getting a film done. It's yes. like the, 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 the writing bit and the creative bit and like coming up with ideas is super fun. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then the shooting bit is super fun. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I've got, I've got to edit this now and do yeah. this. And I, and I can't stand editing. <laughs> uh, I just don't have the patience for it. Um, I just don't um, have the patience for it. And especially if you've written the dialogue and yeah. stuff, I just end up hating my own words. I'm like, yeah, fuck. Over and over. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why did I write that? <laughs> uh, and then like the most recent, cause I, I've been doing like, um, I don't know if you saw, but I've been doing like lockdown inspired monologues. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I've got, I got one more to do. Yeah. Because I've I, I made it into a trilogy, sound all profess oh, trilogy, nice. uh, and uh, I had to edit the second one because my cameraman and my editor was like just too busy to do it. Yeah. And luckily, it was only like three minutes. But I, I literally just get to the point where I'm like, okay, it's done now. Leave it alone. But like, leave yeah. it alone. Don't I touch it now. I think you need that because otherwise, you will just tweak and tweak and tweak. Yeah. And then guess what? You'll never release it because you like, I hate it now. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone yeah. has that. Yeah, you have to. I know this sounds really nerdy, but if yeah. you want to, you have to send me that dissertation over because that sounds really interesting. Really, someone should my dissertation. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like generally, that sounds like really interesting. In okay, yeah, of, like yeah, not a problem. Like, like that takes me back to. I remember seeing a a interview with Will Smith. Yeah. And he, he was saying when he first got started, he had like this book where he wrote all his lyrics and stuff. Yeah. And his nan found his book and yeah, yeah. she like ripped into him saying like, why have you got so much swearing in this? You don't need to swear to like create impact. And, and then from then, when he wrote music, he never had swear words in his music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was like, like uh, his his, his grandma's like oh it's like degrading women you're like smarter than that and uh when you were talking about yours i was like yeah it's really because people that everyday people we listen to 
we we listen to music all the time and yeah. sometimes we don't really pay attention to the lyrics that are being said or like yeah, you, just, you just hear the beat or you hear the flow yeah. and you're like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bitches bitches and like, oh shit yeah that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know how many times we listen to like fuck my bitch up then that's a bit you know <laughs> yeah 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 no. so yeah that sounds like that sounds like super interesting yeah, I mean, it's very hot at the moment as well. Like, masculinity yeah. is really, and mental health is really in the spotlight at the moment. It really I think is. As it should be, because um, I think for years there has been this, like, even not set in stone, there's been this ideal of how a man should look, how yeah. a man should behave, and especially in an area like hip hop, where it's very braggadocious. Do you know what I mean? It's all oh, who's got the nicest car, who's got the most girls. Um, so, even though Drake has been guilty of doing that, he's also been very good at letting people into his head talking about how he's crushing over just one girl, um, although people might not like the way he does it. Um, I think it, it's the turning point for hip hop, especially with people like Kevin Abstract, who's the first, or one of the first openly gay rappers. Um, I think that's oh, huge. Yeah. Cool. Little X, he had that big hit of Old Town Road, then he came out as bisexual, I believe. Oh, um, and cool. I think that's just a great step for hip hop. Um, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Different representations of masculinity. Like you can still be this hard rapper, and the fact you're into dudes like that shouldn't affect it at all. Yeah, yeah, no. no. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, yeah. no, that's cool. So, so let me do my like presenter thing, that's and it. let's 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 go back. Let's time travel. We we'll go back now. To um, so, do you think when you were like younger, you sort of knew that you wanted to do something in the creative wheelhouse, like music and stuff? Like, uh, did that come up from a young age or? I was always obsessed when I was like 14 and 15, like the gorillas and the early rap stuff as well. Yes. Um, even Coldplay, like, I was a Coldplay boy for a bit. Um, There's <laughs> <laughs> not real with that. Because <laughs> I always played guitar, like I knew a few power chords. Um, but it's just a matter of, I'm not trying to like get a violin out, but I never had money to have production stuff. As I'm sure you're aware of film stuff, yeah. any production base to get a Mac, that first getting that first 2k behind you is a lot of shifts man at pizza or wherever you work right? <laughs> so um yeah to actually be able to produce when i got to college there was max there i was like this is quite fun some of it is boring a lot of the like mixing side can be quite boring but it's essential um it's probably similar to editing with filming um it's this necessary stuff but it's less fun um i was always into it um it's been good for meeting people as well just you make one shoe and you meet someone else through it um the thing that is probably it's good and bad is that lots of people are doing it now so it's very competitive um so that's something i was whenever you tell someone you want to do something in the creative realms they're like oh, okay how are you gonna get paid like, i don't know if you've had that conversation. Yeah, yeah no literally yeah that's hilarious they're like i remember going to yeah because my GCSEs were shit okay. and uh, i had to do college twice and i had i had that like meeting you know when you meet with someone from the college for the first time yeah. And with like with with my folks there, and they're like, "So Harry, what do you do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do for a living?" Yeah. And I went, oh, I want to be a filmmaker." Yeah. And this lady turned around to me and said, "Oh, maybe you should think of something a bit more realistic." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and me and my my mum went in on this person. Good, <laughs> she was yeah. like, you know, if my son wants to be that, you know, my mum's got a good saying. Uh, she goes like. If you aim for the stars, you might get to the top of the trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's like, 
I understand, and like the same with you, as you've obviously had that conversation with someone going, oh, that, that sounds good, but how, how are you going to pay your bills and your mortgage? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know, I'm figuring it out as I go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I always feel that like that's hilarious, how um, it's almost, yeah, the people that, you know, and we're, I, I say this to people, you know, I still work in retail now to like pay the bills and pay my like my way and stuff. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with those everyday jobs. Uh, that's yeah. that's fine, and that that those jobs can be a passion to somebody. Yeah, hundred um, yeah. percent. So, but I always find it interesting. Yeah, when someone goes, ah, that sounds good. Uh, is that realistic? <laughs> yeah, 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 and I get it comes from a good place because. I guess they're thinking, what are you going to do when you're 40 and, you know, you need a mortgage? Well, you don't need a mortgage, but you'd want a mortgage. Yeah. I do understand it, especially when I'm a bit older now. I mean, also the time it takes to actually get good at these creative pursuits. Like, if you're not passionate at, like, 15, it's going to be, like, 30 until you're doing some good stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Sure going to our pursuits at that sort of, like, teenage age, I think. Um, and I think, yeah, I'm finally at a stage now where I'm quite confident in what I'm doing. Cool, but, um, good, man. But also, like, when I had just learned, I was 15, and I was just making beats. I thought what I was making was the shit. I won't like <laughs> <laughs> Then you listen back, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, yeah, because I've been thinking about doing a, like, a YouTube series of, yeah. uh, like, me looking back at my old work and, like, reviewing yeah. it as yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Like, yeah looking back to like the first things that I was shooting and just like look into it and just have a laugh and rip into them and yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, this was <laughs> shit. <laughs> what are you doing that? If you weren't, you'd be like, mm. do you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend that sort of makes stuff mm. and uh, which will, which he will remain nameless. He's like a lovely yeah. guy and super passionate about what he does. But he, he used to have this bad trait that he used to think everything that he made was amazing. Yeah. And then you'd watch it and be like, mate, this needs more work. But, mm. but he wouldn't, he would just think it was amazing. And then when he'd get the grades back, he'd, he'd get really pissed off. Yeah. Okay. Like that they said they needed extra work. You were like, I feel like say if you were still like that, at, yeah. like you were when you were 15. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like, there's no room to progress if you don't look back at everything. Yeah, and go, you have to yeah. have a beginner's mindset, as they say. Um, yeah. I'll be reading all my self-help books, but yeah, beginner's <laughs> is definitely what you need. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, um, there's also another saying, it's these guys called the minimalists. I'm really into it at the moment. Yeah. I don't look like a minimalist with all this, but once, once I get to my place, I'm more of a minimalist. But um, yeah, it's drudge through the drudgery. So it did, they're both writers, authors by trade. Um, and they're like, that's where I got the whole idea. The initial 10 minutes is always fun. And to finish of whatever you're doing, a blog post, whether that's a film, whether that's a song, it's doing that, those 70% yards, you know what I mean? Like getting it to that, that level, which isn't fun. You're going to sit down for six hours sometimes. You're not going to make anything good sometimes. And then sometimes you sit down for two minutes and it'll be fire. But um, the creative mind is just, it's so sort of unwavering. I'm sure there is yeah. a way to paint it, but I guess... The fun part is you don't know what you're going to come up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it, and I think like everyone's got a particular way that they do things, you know? Oh, yeah, a million percent. There is yeah. a method in madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
Yeah, it's like and and to go back what you said earlier about like passion and stuff. Like I always yeah. I I probably make jokes about this too much, but I feel like my film school would be they would never invite me back to like guest talk. Because I would go in there and be like, okay guys, if you're not passionate about this, get the fuck out. Really? Okay. <laughs> uh, because there's no point of like paying nine grand a year if if you're not really sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, because think, yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's tough and it's not easy in any like creative thing, it's not easy. Um, but I, I would always say that 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 that's the whole fun part of it, anyway. Yeah, like say somehow you were related to Drake, yeah, <laughs> somehow you know, <laughs> the uh, the uh, the milk bottle white person that you are, somehow you were related to Drake. <laughs> I'm more pink. <laughs> yeah, no, same, same. But that's because I got burnt the other day. Oh yeah, yesterday was hot, man. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it's not bad, my top class. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, anyway, <laughs> this is what happens. I just we just go off to like random shit. So don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> and and people always go, you will cut that out, right? And I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, like, imagine if you, you know, were related to somebody that's, like, really high in the biz and and they were like, all right, all right, Johnny, let's, like, like you know, you come in the studio and watch us, like, do our thing. Well, first yeah. you'd be like, fucking hell, like, let's go right now. Yeah. And, but I feel like people that are like that, they, you know, I feel like the people that have worked really hard to get where they are, um, uh, they sort of end up, well, hopefully, if fame hasn't got to their head or anything has got to their head, that they're a nicer human being and it feels more like eventually where we get where we want to be or like a version of where we want to be, we will go, oh, the most enjoyable part was getting to this point. Yeah, the journey. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, was- that, fuck, that sounds really deep. <laughs> it's all about the journey, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And on that note, after this podcast, we're going to go and meditate on top of a hill, everyone. So you were there when we went to the, um, do you know about made up there was a forest in Elmore? I actually believed it. Do you know about me, you, John? Your mum? Yeah. John <laughs> was so pissed. Like, you brought me down, me down here for a fucking made up forest. I was like, sorry, I thought it was real. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah. No, you're, you're like, no, I desperately wanted to get you on for ages because I just love like your energy and how like much of a laugh you are and stuff. Okay, cheers, cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're like super easy to get on with. <laughs> no, no, it's a good laugh. Old, uh, I have, I have, I have invited John on, but he's like not been that interested. He probably like after he probably after listen to this, he'd probably be like, "What? I didn't say that." <laughs> like he does. Uh, yeah. Well, plus it's hard to get John nailed down nowadays because he's yeah, like busy, he's busy all the time. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me, tell me, because I'm always interested. Mm. Uh, what would you say, how would you describe your particular style that mm. that you would describe your your work at the moment? Like, what's the um, type of things? Yeah, good question. I would say it's a very sort of ambient, but in that sort of R&B hip hop realm. So like, I'm sure you've heard of what trap music is. It's everywhere on the radio. It's got elements of that in terms of percussion, a lot of hi-hats, a lot of snares, very heavy, Um, a lot of bass, 
you know what I mean? Sub bass is certain frequencies. So you feel it more than you hear it. So when it's played in cool, clubs cool. or whatever. Um, and then simple melody lines, like my sound is described as minimalistic um, and that's intentional. Um, I sort of leave a lot of room for the artists to do their thing. Um, so you don't want too many melodies going on because the, the um, artist is going to be doing the top line, which is the vocal. Yeah. Um, or if I work with a rapper as well, that's very staccato. They're going to be, they need to be the attention. My beat should be sitting below them pretty much. Um, and I think that's good production. Good production you should notice, but it shouldn't distract you, mm. is what I say. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's taken ages to sort of learn. Um, in terms of artists, I'd say it is inspired by a lot of the pop that's out right now. So Drake, The Weeknd, um, SZA, Frank Ocean, all that sort of mainstream, but slightly left field in um, terms of production. And even people, you remember Lord, Lordy? She had a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been told my stuff sounds like her stuff as well. Cool. In terms of production. And uh, Flume, he's like this Aussie DJ producer um, who's pretty much living my dream life. So um, yeah, also inspired by him. Cool, um, so that's how I, my sound is like down tempo, sort of like in your feels R&B, is how I'd say. Nice, nice. Yeah. And um, would you say that your like uni sort of, uh, uh, sort of makes you or in inspires you or coaches you to sort of lean into your own sound, or or do they sort of suggest that you try different styles and sort of see like play, play about a bit more in different genres or different styles of music? Um, I don't know what it was like at your uni, but you have different lecturers who say. They'll be both, they'll say contrasting stuff. Hell yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one's like really says, stick with this one sound you got, become the producer who's known for that sort of moody sound. But others have said, no, you want to do commercial stuff, start doing your more stuff like Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, some poppier stuff into it. But although you can sort of force yourself to do that, I it takes a lot more from me to do something a lot more um, clearly commercial. I do like stuff as a bit more left field um so i've sort of just honed in on that so i'd say uni has helped as well because um down here i didn't know that many artists who did that sort of r&b music i met a few but um being in south london in clapham like everyone at there was also of a really strong caliber everyone doing like a vocal degree is going to have like amazing vocals um so it's just a matter of meeting them um and that happened quite naturally it wasn't forced that like network networking events are good um i haven't been to many but they are good but a lot of it was just at parties at in halls where i was staying so very organically, do you know what I mean? Although I was still, I was like, that's the singer, that's the singer. So <laughs> you just target it. But um, yeah, it was quite easy in the end. Um, and Instagram's a very powerful tool, as long as you slide in DMs the right way. And, <laughs> and there's an art to that, which yeah, I haven't got yeah. mastered. But um, yeah, keeping up relationships as well with, um, I'm sure you've done it with networking. It's all right meeting that person, but then sending an email or a message being like, hey, it's lovely meeting you, da 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 that part is to come across genuine is like that is an art as well. Um, if you haven't mastered it, but I've done it a few times now. Sorry. And um, yeah, so I say you need to definitely help my sound and helped mm. my direction because it's given me people to sort of bounce off ideas from. Because um, I never just try and make something just for me. I'm always like, okay, this is for an artist. Um, let's sort of blend and I'll make it to suit you but it will still sound like me, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, cool, man. Cool, man. And you think, and you think um, that you find it easy to sort of like, do you find the whole collaborative, the collaborative process mm -hmm. like easy in terms of like, rather than, rather than you just sit, 
sit, sitting at home, like, yeah. like messing about with stuff for yourself. Yeah. You like, I'm, oh, I'm guessing that you love the whole idea of like being there with the vocalist and being there with other people and saying, let's make something together, right? Yes and no, unless I have a really clear idea. Say they play me a track and like, I want it to sound just like that. I'm like, oh, that's when I get a bit. But if it's just like a rough idea, like here's a few tracks, we like certain elements, because I'm not a technical producer. Um, and very much, I build on a vibe as artists that sounds rather than like, I want this exact synth sound, I want this exact bass. I much rather, there's a vibe there, I can create that for you. Um, but it won't sound exactly like Calvin Harris, it won't sound exactly like so-and-so. Um, so yeah, I do like collaborating. Um, definitely in person is a lot easier because you can read body language because some people might be too polite to don't actually like something, but if you can tell they're not nodding their head, <laughs> I'll delete this. Like, um, But yeah, definitely in person because obviously in COVID right now, sending what we call stems in production um, so different lines to each other. Um, it's been a lot trickier, but then Zoom's a, Zoom's a powerful tool, but it's still not the same. I think everyone yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll answer your question quickly. Um, yeah, I like collaborating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm happy to do it by myself as well. Cool, cool. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. Now, and do you think you found like like people in like your course? Oh, and by the way, I'm going to butcher this now. So yeah. Johnny goes to the, you go to the commercial, oh. you do commercial songwriting at the Academy of Contemporary Music, everyone. No, That's because I looked you up. I look up my guests, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds like proper, like buffet, man. Especially. No, it does. I had to audition to get there. I'm not a singer myself, but oh. in to audition, you did have to. So I was shitting myself. Um, so, <laughs> like, tell us about that. Tell, like, tell us. About okay, that. it was actually like I deferred for a year to save up some money. I remember. I was in Australia before that. You have to be in the UK for three years to get a loan. Um, I so remember. I had to do. I did my year at Pizza Hut. <laughs> I do remember you driving past one time. I was doing the pinching number. You're like, give yeah. it back to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I haven't changed, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so I did deferring for a year. I wrote a song called Counted Sheep. So it's about like insomnia. It was very much a ripoff of uh, Fireflies, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I, was, I just put a hip hop beat to it and my own chords, but very much inspired by Fireflies. Um, but it was enough because I knew they weren't judging my voice. It was the writing. I'm a writer and producer, I'm not a singer. Um, I had a little bit of like a rap as well because that's my party trick. People don't believe. It. I'm like, no, I can rap sort of. I'm not Stormzy. So that is my party trick. <laughs> that surprised a few people. Um, but yeah, I did that. The lecturer nodded and he said, yeah, I can't see why you wouldn't get in. And two weeks later, I got the confirmation. Nice, man. And I, like, I can't get a maintenance loan. I can't move to London without a maintenance loan. London rent is expensive yeah yeah crazy expensive um so yeah saved up for a year and then i'd been in the uk for three years so i could get the loan and uh moved up to a place called tootin which is just outside yeah Clapham. Um, that was culture shock that was coming from bognor which is do you know what i mean a quiet seaside town tootin is rustle and bustle um yeah. yeah very different yeah no um yeah yeah because i i recently uh, I went away with my partner to London for the weekend like a few weeks yeah. ago and I'm like I'm like oh yeah you know I love I like like London's really cool and stuff <laughs> and we like we went to like Soho and wandered all around and everything essential oh, man yeah. and uh, Soho on the Saturday night was packed as fuck yeah. 
It was yeah. crazy. Uh, like I automatically like put my mask down. I was like, ooh. So, uh, but yeah, nah, it was really cool. I'd love to shoot a film there. Uh, oh, yeah. That would be yeah. sick. Um, and I know the majority of the work that I, I've been like applying for is in London. Uh, but I don't really see myself living there. Um, my, my, my partner's originally from London. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, but then I guess actually that that'd be an interesting thing to talk about. Actually, do you think it's easy to? You said it's like a culture shock now. Do you think you're you've you've adjusted into that whole faster pace life? My, I'll be honest. The first year I was so busy I didn't really notice it. You just doing your coursework. I was doing production. Um, it took like two weeks to actually get used to it, but. Uni as well helps because you've oh you've got a social circle from the get go. You're in of halls, course. you stick together. Um, I was a bit worried in the first night. Everyone's going out, getting smashed, doing fresher stuff. Um, so that was easy. Do you know what I mean? You play never ever, and then convos get get um created. <laughs> so um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, so I, I do know there's a blanket there with uni. If I was to say would would I move up by myself now? Because I've been back in Bognor for a year um if the, a really good job came up but i can't see myself going there to like work in like say hospitality nothing wrong with that but that's quite hard work and it's not that well paid to pay yeah. london rent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah i think that'd be very demanding then to do music on the side oof, i don't know man, i'll be honest because yeah that'd be quite a hard life but um if there was like a job even like a branding job or in a record label but you're just doing the admin or something something loosely i i would yeah because the wages are better up there that's true and the connections the people you meet in london you will just meet people who are somewhat established anyway mm. purely our location mm. um but in an ideal world i think traveling in would be more ideal or someone like brighton brighton's a bit yeah brighton's cool yeah, but, um, yeah and obviously the beach is a big factor for anyone who's been raised i think down yes yeah. this, this part and of the like, world yeah, yeah, and like near water. Like every time I've gone to London, then you go yeah. like in in the tube and stuff, and you're like, yeah. you're like, oh, this this is a fresh breeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know when you can like you smell the dirt and then you also taste like the dirt. Like you're like, oh yeah, this is fresh. But it's just the attitudes of people there as well. Like everyone's just so busy. Like yeah. it is. There's good and bad to that because it is quite inspiring. Because like shit, I've got to get my head down there and work, but. Um, also to just chill like nights out are expensive pints are expensive yeah, i don't yeah. know i'm not talking down london but the reality is it's quite hard if you're not on a well-paid job yeah um, but i wouldn't yeah. if someone did get like if you get opportunities to film up there or you do get a job up yeah, there yeah. do take it because you're young man it's the time to take yeah, it but, yeah, yeah yeah um just yeah. make sure that you've got some funds or whatever because money just goes up there yeah yeah because i I said to Mosh, my partner, I was like, if if, if I did get offered something or if he uh, got uh, op, op, offered a job at a hospital up there, um, yeah. I'd be like, I could not work in retail up in London. I just couldn't. <laughs> it, would, it would literally, like, like kill me. Um, It'd be hard. You might get used to it, but it would be quite demanding compared to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But do, do I really want to do that? Uh, no. <laughs> uh so yeah but no i guess i guess the good thing is that yeah. i just said you had the the uni bit and you've had like that blanket you've had like that group of people and stuff yeah. too yeah, sort yeah. of thing and then also you've got like the taster of that and yeah. then you've come back to uh sunny old bogner regis yeah. and um 
you you sort of like you 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 you've tried it before you buy it, you know. <laughs> so like you've yeah. tried you've tried out London for however how long you've like yeah, was there, yeah. And then and then you're back here, and now you can sort of see where where would be my happy place eventually when I want to move out of you know yeah. beautiful sunny Bogner Rangers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. still on the cards. I don't know, but it's got to be somewhere by the beach. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, and somewhere with like a good work opportunity because I'm at, it sounds bad, but I'm at an age now where I want to sort of start saving quite. Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. These great projects, they cost money to get out there. Like if I want to properly market a tune or um, get a branding ambassador on board, like that's a couple K, like to get numbers, to get eyes on your stuff. You don't always need money, but it helps to have money. Um, it's something yeah. I've really realized. Um, because there's what like seventy thousand songs being uploaded to Spotify daily or something like yeah, that. Yeah. To stand out, you're gonna want some sort of funds to, I don't know, market. Yeah, yourself. yeah. Every time, every time I share like a podcast episode, like or a clip yeah. on Instagram and stuff, uh, I all I every time the first comment on it is, "You should promote it on here." Yeah, yeah. And then and then I look at it, and then I talk to them. And then they go, it will cost this much, and I'm like, nah, yeah. I ain't got, I ain't got the money to give you money for however how much a month right now to promote my show. Yeah. So, no. uh, so no. bless them. Thanks for everyone that does that, but I don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, it's tough, it's tough. Like I have this potential uh, directing and producing gig. For, for, a, for a charity and yeah. I had the interview or interview conversation uh, for it like uh, two weeks ago or yeah. like a week ago and uh, they turned around to me going oh we have like a small budget like we have like two grand and I was like nice yeah. I was yeah. like I was like <laughs> I was thinking in my head I was like oh, that'd be nice that'd be yeah. nice uh, like rather than because normally when I like like you know i've been away from film making for ages just because yeah. uh like my last year you probably noticed because i think the last time i saw you i sort of was like still going through shit yeah. uh and stuff yeah. uh yeah everybody that has gone through uni knows how tough it can be sometimes no year is uh, yeah it's terrible yeah. <laughs> absolutely terrible yeah. uh, but um but yeah, now I'm so glad to be like back in my groove and stuff. And yeah, doing your on your terms, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, fuck, you know when you start talking and you're like, "What am I talking about?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. So about this job, and they said, "Oh, like we got two grand budget," and I was like, "Oh, sick!" I was like, "I was like, this would be so good that it's not coming out of my pocket because every time that I make something, it's coming out of my pocket or." <laughs> Or like people are do, people are doing me favors, like like the monologue things that I've been doing. Uh, I have offered to pay my actors money, but they've gone. Oh, it's all right, Harry. We really like working with you, and we appreciate the uh, with the things. So you don't need to pay us. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think that's always good. Like the same as you saying about like getting your stuff out there and stuff. Uh, when when you start properly like getting your stride on, um, yeah. come back on and we can like we can uh, I can share all your stuff and all that type of stuff. Appreciate it, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all yeah. about, about connections, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever thought about like so 
they they said at uni about making stuff for like commercial like commercials and stuff and more commercial. Yeah, that's what I'm um, like commercial music, as in like top forty stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so I've dabbled in bits of that, but it's so clean. Like the sound, it's really hard to explain, but quite crisp. It, there's a formula to it. Yeah, crisp is yeah. a good word for it. Um, and like, yeah, I can do it, but it's just a lot of a longer process. Although it, on paper it sounds more simple, but I think because you're thinking so much about it, it's got to sound like this, it's got to have that. It just sort of, and it takes a bit of the fun away from it. But um, yeah, I'm still trying to get into a more commercial lane in some respects. But um, but also the module had bits like doing sound for films, doing sounds for adverts. And that's also quite a cool world. But again, it's that first um, foot in the door. It's a lot with publishers and um, yeah, making a good impression on the gatekeepers really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, like I got given some good advice like a few years ago about yeah. a a from a family friend that he like works he's worked on like the Star Wars films and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping to get him on the podcast. So That's fingers crazy. crossed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But he's he said, and I've heard other people that the way that creative people work, like the people, um, I think the most important for anyone that's listening that wants to be creative, when 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 you have pe- you have those people at uni, don't you? So you have those people that come in and go, I'm going to be like the next, you know, I don't know loads of stuff about music, but I'm going to be like the next top producer in like history. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, or you get someone going, I'm going to be as big as Steve's, as like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And I, I remember talking to this family friend and he said, the people that make it big, 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 like ridiculous big, uh, first have been working for years, like you said. So... Yeah like the average age of a director getting like high profile is probably around late thirties to forties. Yeah. Uh, and the percentage of the people at the top, top, like Drake or like anyone in any creative field, uh, yeah. that's such a small percentage. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. it's probably like, like, yeah, like 10% yeah, yeah. of yeah. the industry. Yeah. The rest of it is us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest China, of it, yeah, yeah the people. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest <laughs> of it are people that need to work. That need to work every like get every, a different gig every like six months or whatever to pay to pay for bills and pay for the mortgage. Yeah, and obviously pay to live and enjoy life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like sometimes when people go into creative things, they don't really have a realistic goal. Like, just, yeah. like I remember meeting my twin brother's, uh, like, uh, mother-in-law, like, for the first time, yeah. and I said, "Oh, like, I want to be a filmmaker." And the first thing that she said to me was like, "Oh, so you're going to be the next Spielberg, are you?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, actually, I'm going to be the next me." But thank you, I appreciate yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I just think it's important. Uh, it's good to aim for that. You know, if, uh, if, you know, if someone, uh, which if someone, you know, after a while and I got really good and someone said, oh, do you want to direct the next Marvel film? Yeah, they're commercial, and, <laughs> but, but they're like decent and they make a shit ton of money. You know, who's going to say no to that? The same, the same as, you know, you bumped into Drake on the street and they go, oh, Johnny, I love your stuff online. Do you want to come in the studio with me? You're like, oh, no, mate, I'm too busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You won't say no to that. So I think it's important for anybody in creative field to sort of, it's all good. It's all good to have those dreams and it's all good. Like, you know, 
that could be like the ridiculous goal. You you have like sensible goals and then have the ridiculous one that, you know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's important. So that leads on to my next one. Okay. What do you think, like, tell me, tell me like what you got planned now you're like wrapping up the old education part yeah. of your life? Um, so the plans at the moment, um, yeah, it's funny you talk about education because I'm actually saving up money. Like I'm really big on the money at the moment, not out of greed, it's because I'm saving up to probably do, looking at a postgraduate degree. Cool, good for you, man. Like, probably two, three years time. I need a break from the education system, man. Doing fucking essays, like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking, my sister's a teacher at the moment and that sort of inspired me. I might actually be become like a teacher. I'm not sure in what yet, but um, probably oh. primary school. I don't think I got the welly to be like senior, senior school. I, don't, I think they'd walk all over me, but I think I could do primary <laughs> school. Um, hopefully specialise in music, but if there's not much employment, I would probably be a general um, teacher. Um, so okay, it's an idea man. moment, but I'm not rushing into it. I want to get some money behind me. Um, I sort of want to have a location where I want to base myself because still figuring that out. Um, and obviously, COVID has slowed that down. I can't really taste different places because you can't fly. Um, the, well, you can fly, but it's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. Old. Um, yeah, no. Uh, how have you sat down and talked to Jack about it? Your mate Jack, uh, right? Yeah, I have seen him recently. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's a. <laughs> I think he likes teaching, but I think he does have days where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he went through the degree system. He did it just as a degree, which is fair enough. Um, I know a postgrad, what they call it, PGCE or something. I know it's quite intense for a year or two, however long it is, because you're doing like a three year course in a year. So um, it's something I'd rather not work whilst I'm doing it, get some money behind me so I can live off yeah. that for a year. Yeah. but again that's just an idea i might also do like a master's in branding or something because i've been really interested in that um something where there is i can get into an, the industry or like the education industry and then i can always do my music on the side because um i off streaming alone is hard to make a living unless yeah. you are doing drake numbers i'm well aware of that not that i'm giving up but i'm well aware i'm gonna have something on the side as well where i can make some some yeah, yeah. Income, so the music can just sort of tick along and I can work at my sort of own pace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially COVID showed me that, like I really want some sort of stability. So when, if shit does hit the fan again, um, there will be some, not guaranteed work, but I've got more chance of getting work in the field. Yeah. 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 That, that's the whole reason why, like, that's where I was going with the conversation. You know, when I lost track, I yeah. was going to say, I was going to say like this, my family friend of mine said like, it's important to have like gigs that pay you the bills mm. and then you can work on, as you said, you can work on your like more fun stuff on the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So say if you were doing like commercial gigs, like, like jingles for commercials, yeah. you'll say, okay, that pays the bills because that pays a decent amount of money. Yes. And then, and then uh, my time off, uh, I do my fun shit. Yeah. Million percent. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 i think it's important it feels like proper adulting when you have to think about shit like that oh yeah i think that's stuff i've only realized in this i guess i'm a bit older i'm like 24 and i think my mindset is so different to when i was 18 like yeah, yeah not to be cliche but i think you do so, so much like development during that age down your brain the way you think changes and uh, even going for education i think i thought uni'd be fun <laughs> sounds awful but it was a lot <laughs> of fun, right 
it's they make it the marketing is oh join this uni is a lot of partying um and it's like oh it's a lot of fucking studying that's what it is but yeah. <laughs> um it's it's good to meet people though like you can't take that away from uni socially it's crazy like you do meet people you would never have met if you stayed in wherever you stay um so what was I going to say? Yeah, I think uni's really helped develop me as well in terms of the way I think, the way I see the industry as well. I knew it was hard, but I didn't know how competitive it was. And even people who do get these really big gigs, a lot of them keeping that consistently, that is quite hard. Um, yeah. that, like you say, the top 10%, trying to get into that is hard. Yeah, even yeah. when you are trying to stay there, that's also hard. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to stay there, trying to stay there at the moment without like, you know, tweets from 10 years ago coming yeah. out with like you know shit like uh, culture. Which, I hate culture. yeah 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 which yeah i kind of like like it links back to like you talking about drake and how he sort of acknowledges like the words that is used in 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 like rap and stuff yeah like the whole like time's up and all this like all this stuff happening where you can't like people that have done nasty shit are coming out that saying, nah, this is not right. So yeah. I think, I think that's good. I think, you know, uh, that's brilliant that, you know, disgusting people like Harvey Weinstein and all this type of shit. Um, but in anything in society, it's like, we go from being, okay, this is good. We've highlighted these disgusting people, but then we get to the point where it's like a witch hunt, like dragging people down. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I know there's some big instances, but I know it's happened to like Kevin Hart and um, other people who were doing like the Oscars and it's stuff he said like 10 years ago. He didn't even realize it was up there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I know yeah. there's a big sort of thing around that. Um, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I think the whole council culture is because we've never had um, social media until like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, people grew up with it. They, they were kids then, a lot of them, like they're 16 or whatever. Yeah, I don't think we've been taught how to use social media. Being Probably honest. no, no. Yeah, no. I feel like I feel like that should be a subject in school. Yes, no, hundred percent. Like how to handle yourself online and social media. Yeah, yeah. We don't really learn much in school in terms of society as well. Like how really? to, how to pay your taxes and stuff like yeah. that. How yeah. to find a job that will pay the bills. How to balance your passions. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's right. I yeah. feel like I feel like we'd end up coming out as like more solid. Uh, you know, well-rounded people that sort of knew how the yeah. world works a bit more. Literally, how would you come up with like a master? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. like, oh. you're like, you're <laughs> like, oh yeah, I really will use that algebra. I really will. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 is an interesting conversation because even me, like with my third with my third year, I was I was yeah. just like so depressed, and my and my antidepressants took me from being really low yeah. to being like. You know, I, I'm quite jokey and I take the piss and it and it took my filter away completely. Okay, so, yeah. so when I was shooting my uh, grad like film, yes. um, right, I, I was just a total dick. Uh, okay. Like, but I didn't realize that I was like, you know, when this is interesting. Okay. So, you know, when you go from, so uni, so you, you gain mates through uni and then you have to work with them professionally in a professional environment so you go from the people that you get pissed with yeah and then you have to go okay monday morning we gotta get in the studio and make something and be professional so i it's sort of when i took those meds it sort of took my that line away 
So I okay. was saying I, I I was saying jokes that I would say to my mates as a laugh. Yeah. As I'm getting pissed, but I, but I was saying that to them in a work environment that it wasn't appropriate. You know. Okay, yeah, I get you. Yeah, it's different. So, so I ended up up I I like upset like so many people, uh, and I like my lecturer turned around to me going, "Oh, you're lucky that you're not getting kicked out," and it was like. It was like a tough time, but I, I I think about that now, even like now where you're like with this whole like people coming out with like extreme things or inappropriate like stuff that they've done in the industry. Yeah. Um, sometimes you know I feel like we get to the point now that we worry about every single well I don't, but I do think about it. Mm. You you worry about sharing your opinions or sharing something that's a little bit out there on yeah. Twitter or on social media and worry about, oh, is this going to be something that people are going to be like, you know, this is, this isn't, you know, yeah, right, or this isn't like stuff like that. It's, it's tricky, isn't it? It's yeah. There's no way to navigate really there. Like I said, there isn't a rule book. Um, Cause we either get people who are really far right and that's their whole, again, use the word, but that's their brand of being shocking. Of course. We play it super safe, like any pop star now, like in the top of like Dua Lipa and yeah, whoever, do you know what I mean? It's super safe. It's um just tweets. And then you've got Kanye, who's not safe. Uh, and, he's <laughs> and I think that's part of it. Yeah. But I think we've read that. Do you know what I mean? We, it's all so safe, safe, safe. Yeah. When we see someone like Kanye, who is saying some stuff, um, we sort of shoot him down for it. And I know some of it is quite bad, like regarding Kim talking about or abortions like that is stuff that should be kept private yeah of course. i don't think that's his fault i think he is on um some sort of medication i do yeah think i he think he's to... got i think he's got bipolar that's it yeah so um maybe his management yeah. should be yeah. part of his career, to be honest in some respects yeah, yeah yeah but 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 i also think it's important to like that that like year was like the worst year of my life um okay. But but I think I found it important um, for my own growth is to yeah. acknowledge that and say, okay, <laughs> that person then was not me, and yeah. and I was a total dick. He, 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 even John said I was a dick, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and like my family were like, shit, you were hard to like live with that year, um, and 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 I don't normally fall out with my family, so uh, but I would say like, and the people that I fell out with. Uh, and we don't talk now, but I appreciate, even though it was hell, I yeah. think it's important when stuff like that happens in anyone's life is to acknowledge it and say, okay, this really helped me to yeah. become a better person and a stronger person and realize, you know, improve, not saying that, not saying that I was an absolute dickhead before, but it sort of helps you get more of a clearer vision of, being a good person you know no yeah i get you because like no one comes out of the womb perfect like no nah. you're molded by your experiences yeah, yeah 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 and 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 no one from up to their death is ever perfect anyway no and that's the thing with social media as well i hate like comment sections because um people will be like oh look at them look at them that and it's like they they put themselves on this higher moral high, what do you call it the moral high ground yeah like have you never called anyone a so-and-so do you know what i mean like yeah everyone's so like sort of up their own ass a lot of people on these comment sections yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, man, that, that is why I do try to stay away from social media. Um, I know it's good for bullying brands. I will when I actually yeah. put music out. Yeah. But at the moment, you know, I mean, I've uninstalled Insta and um, yeah, I'm just it's so much more productive as well. Like that designed to be addictive social media. Of course. It's, it's, it's like a treat, you know what I mean? Like, so they are made to make money. So I do, a Messenger is all I got. I don't really go on Facebook, the actual Facebook much. Yeah. Um, it's just bloody ads, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, yeah, it's like so much shit. Like I, yeah. I, I've really enjoyed recently, like separating my creative work life yeah. to my private life. So uh, now I have a like creative Instagram. Yeah. And now I have a private Instagram that it's only people that I can approve because prior to getting that other Instagram account, I was like, and I had my Instagram as public because I was doing the podcast stuff and film stuff. And I just found it disturbing that random people could see pictures of me and my fiance or like me and my niece that's two. And I was like, this is a bit like, I I think... I think it's important, as you said, it's important to sort of, it's good to advertise your work and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason that I have Facebook now. It's just, yeah, no, I just advertise my work. Well, they have got a good, was it ad manager? Their Facebook business, it's very good, very efficient. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think, I think if I wasn't creative or if I didn't have work to advertise, I wouldn't be, probably the only thing that I'd be on would be Instagram. Yeah. No, um, yeah so yeah so uh so i like the way i love i love these conversations because that's like it wasn't that wasn't where i was going with it whatsoever oh, yeah, you, you said uh, about your growth and, and, I, I just chat on social media <laughs> like, yeah, yeah 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 but <laughs> if, if if facebook or instagram want to sponsor this show then <laughs> <laughs> just edit that out <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I apologise to anyone that listens to me. I will. I, I'm. I'm not gonna. I, actually, to be honest, I was gonna say I am gonna stop talking about my old shit that happened before. But I think it's important to. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah to keep talk. To keep talking yeah. about stuff like that. Um. Oh. Oh. Let. Let me think. So, do you think? Let's. Let's. Let's do one of these like things. Going. One of these deep questions. Be like Johnny. So, what's the dream? Like, okay. <laughs> what's the uh yeah what do you think it could um, be it could be a realistic dream or it yeah. could be like like one of those people going where do you see yourself in five years johnny that's a good question um yeah let me think i think within five years i'd have i probably do my own body of work as well as in that cool. rather than just being credited on people's projects it'd be this is under my alias, Free Rivers, featuring whoever doing the vocals. And um, like I keep hammering down the brand, but it'd be a very clear brand. I'd work with some professionals to get an image done. Um, it wouldn't be about me, the artwork. It'd be very much, it'd be quite abstract. Um, so I'm not really a poster boy, like a Justin Bieber or anything. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I look like it. But <laughs> um, so yeah, very, very minimal and abstract, I'd say. I'd also hopefully have more credits to my name now. Um, be on a few Spotify playlists in my personal professional life hopefully I would be maybe two years deep to that second degree as in oh that would be finished then hopefully I'd have that degree behind me um, and I'd probably be teaching (laughs) some primary school kids um, and hopefully living um, in radius to my sort of family I've sort of realised how important that is as well so whether that means in London or whether that's in Portsmouth 
or whether that's in Australia. Do you know what I mean? I've got a lot of family out there. My mum's yeah, yeah. but that's still on the cards as well. So yeah, um, that's why I learned production as well. Once I've got some contacts, I can be based anywhere and send my stuff out. Of course. Okay. Um, and if there is more work somewhere, then I'm happy to travel for it. No, so I feel like I feel like that's a good that that's a good place to end. Um, so yeah, and if you want to email me, it's t.rivers.uk at gmail.com if you've got beats or vocalists or whatever. Um, I'm happy to chop around and do some stuff. And that was my conversation with Johnny Conlon. Cheers so much, Johnny, for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was such a good convo. So great to catch up to find out what you've been up to recently with uni. Uh, I wish you all the best with wrapping up uh, uni and I wish you all the best in all your creative endeavours. Thank you so much for coming on. It was so good. We dived into some super important stuff about that. It was so awesome to hear about your creative process as a music producer and as a music creator and as a creative in general. I always think it's super interesting to find out a people's creative process. So thank you so much, Johnny, for sharing that with me and all of us listening. So that's it from this episode. And thank you all for listening. And hope everyone has a great rest of the week. See you next week. <laughs>